Indeed, God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. If you have a copy of God's Word, please open it up to Proverbs chapter 4. And we're going to begin our study there in just a moment here. Proverbs chapter 4. Good to see everybody here. We are beginning a new week. This past weekend was fantastic as we have added a new uh, sister in Christ, Sister Jade, who was with us this morning, uh, along with her mother. And we're so happy and proud of our new sister in Christ. Most importantly, our Father in Heaven is. And what a what a great uh, Saturday it was yesterday, seeing someone being born again uh, and having all of their sins washed away. And so let's continue to pray for our new sister and let's encourage her along the way. Well, when you think about life, there are many things in life that we want to protect. Would you agree with that? You think about our homes, we definitely want to protect our homes, right? And we'll go to great measures, and rightfully so, to protect our homes. We have the ring outside the door. We'll maybe have ADT or some other security system, something like that, dead boats to make sure that we're protecting what is valuable to us. And we want to protect our privacy. You hear about privacy all the time in the news these days. We have passwords for our phones, and if you have maybe the iPhone, you have the the fingerprint, fingerprint password as well. Make sure no one gets into your information. We want to protect our identities. Identity theft is on the rise, and certainly if that happens, there's a lot of negative, terrible things that can happen as a result of that. But adults will go uh, to great lengths. We'll check our FICO score to make sure no one has stolen our identity. And young people will have locks on their school lockers. That still happens, right? You guys have locks on your lockers? Okay, good. Yeah, to, to make sure you keep their possessions safe. When you go to school, you want to make sure you go home with everything that you have. Think about sports and how coaches on the sideline, you notice how they talk to their players or to other coaches? They cover their mouth so no one else can know what they're, what they're saying to one another. They want to do that because they're trying to protect their strategies. And children will safely guard their video games or maybe their comic books. Those things can get really expensive because they view them as being valuable in nature. Our society places an emphasis on making sure that things are secure, that things are guarded, and for good reason. If that is the case, though, with possessions, with physical possessions, how much more should it be when it comes to our hearts? We need to be making sure that we secure our hearts. In Mark chapter 7, Jesus spoke about this. He spoke about, how, spoke about how it's not what enters a man from the outside that makes him unclean, but rather what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. You guys are all turning there, which is excellent. Let's take a look at this together in Mark chapter 7, beginning in verse 17. The Bible says this in Mark 7, beginning in verse number 17. And after he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull, he asked, don't you see that nothing that enters a man from the outside can make him unclean? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach and then out of his body. And this, in saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean. He went on, went on, what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. For from within, out of men's hearts come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, Greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. We need to be sure that we guard our hearts, that we secure our hearts. Because what we allow to influence our hearts is a big deal in the eyes of God. And we need to be careful with making sure what we allow to influence ourselves. 
Our main passage today that we're going to be thinking about, and really for the next few days, is going to come from the book of Proverbs. If you have your Bible, open it up, please, to Proverbs chapter 4. In Proverbs chapter 4, we'll find Solomon here speaking to his sons. In in Proverbs chapter 4, in verse number 23, Solomon is going to talk about this idea about securing our hearts. Notice what Solomon said here in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse number 23. He said, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. I'm reading from the NIV this morning. Some other translations will say, watch over your heart or keep your heart with all vigilance." This idea that we are to watch, we are to guard from danger, to keep, to preserve, observe, should grab our attention. Because what he is saying here is a really big deal when it comes to what we allow ourselves to be influenced by. We are to to guard our hearts closely and carefully. And notice what he did not say. He didn't say, well, if you get around to it. He didn't say, if you have some time later on, start kind of thinking about this. He said, this is what I want you to do above all else. Guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Because from our hearts come the springs of life. This is why we do it. Because there's someone who wants to steal our identity to confuse us, and that is the devil. He is the enemy, and what he wants us to do, he doesn't want us to trust in God's word. As young people, he doesn't want you to trust in God's word. Rather, he wants you to hear from everyone else except your heavenly father. And unfortunately, he's good at sometimes convincing us. We need to guard our hearts. And more importantly, and really importantly, I guess I should say, for our young people, we want you to to guard your hearts. And just as we go to great lengths to preserve our health and our finances and our prized possessions, how much more should it be when it comes to the matters of the heart? In Psalm 119, if you want to turn over there real quickly, the psalmist spoke about keeping young individuals, keeping their ways pure. And if this was King David, it fits perfectly with with Solomon, as Solomon would share this with his sons. In Psalm 119 and verse number 9, listen to what the psalmist said here. He said, how can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And what great wisdom we have here when it comes to keeping our hearts pure. That we can do this by living according to God's word. That young people, you can do this by doing that. That you can do this by seeking God with all of your heart. And that you can do it by hiding God's word in your heart. And that's what our minds need to be focused on. That's what our minds will be focused on in the next few days. As you know, we're beginning our series of lessons for our Vacation Bible School, and we are definitely excited about this. There is a lot of of, uh, of time and effort that has been put into this, and for great reason. It's because we love our young people here. Uh, this has been going on. Planning has been taking place for a number of months. In the last few weeks in particular, there's been lots of people here at the building planning and, and lessons being pr- uh, put together and classrooms being put together so that we can make this happen. So our theme, beginning really today after this worship service, uh, the young people are going to go in the back and begin uh, diving into this theme of how shall the young secure their hearts. This is what we're going to be talking about today, tomorrow, Tuesday, and also Wednesday. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we're going to meet here in the auditorium beginning at 9.30 for a few minutes, and then the young people will all go in the back as we talk about uh, Daniel and Joseph and David and Jesus and learn from them, learn what they did to secure their hearts and how they were able to remain with God. 
And I'm looking forward to this series of lessons, and I hope and pray we'll have a good turnout. Appreciate the parents who are involved and the young people who are going to be here. Bring your Bible every day. We're going to be reading lots of scriptures and studying from the Word of God. I do have one bit of bad news regarding the VBS. This year, I will not be leading any singing. Now, I know, it's, it's tough to, to consider that, but yes, it will be no singing by me, and everyone is signed is uh, probably really happy hearing that. But I had my time last year, first and last time doing that. What I do want to talk about with the rest of our time is what we can learn from Solomon. Solomon spoke about securing our hearts. He, he was encouraging his sons to do that. There are three words. If you're taking notes, I want you to write down these three words as we think about how can we secure our hearts. As we think about the lessons we're going to be engaged in this week and looking at David and Joseph and Daniel and Jesus, we're going to learn a lot from them. And you guys will have plenty of time to talk about them. But I really want to get this series of studies started by considering what Solomon shared to his sons in Proverbs chapter 4. So if you're taking notes, I really just want you to write down three words that I think will help us out along the way. For the young people here, when it comes to guarding your hearts, some things that you need to consider. The first word I want you to think about is this. I want you to think about the word listen. When you read Proverbs chapter 4, this is a theme or an idea that you find all throughout this chapter. Beginning in verse number 1, Solomon said this, listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. He wanted his children to listen. Yes, he wanted them to listen to him. His words were inspired, and he's helping them along the way. And first and most importantly, he wanted them to listen. And what a great place for them, for us to begin. That as you go into this series of lessons, I want you guys to really think about this idea of, of listening. We're going to be reading and studying from the Scriptures quite a bit, looking at uh, individuals in the Old Testament and obviously Jesus in the New Testament. And you guys are going to hear a lot of things, but one of the biggest things you can do, first and foremost, is to listen. And I'm not simply just referring to hearing these words and saying, okay, yeah, I heard what the the teacher said or what we read in class and then just kind of moving forward, but truly taking the time to listen. As a father, Solomon deeply desired his sons to listen to what God wanted them to do. It was a matter of life and death. This wasn't just some thing that he was just kind of nonchalant about. He wanted them to truly listen. Look again in verse number one. Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention. Notice he said, pay attention. Gain understanding. Look at verse number two. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. I want you to listen. Look at verse number 10. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. He wanted them to hold on to what it was that he was teaching them. Look at verse number 13. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Now look at verse number 20. My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. See how he's emphasizing this time and time again? Listen closely. And as you go through this week, I want you to think about that. I want you to really listen to what you're going to learn from the word of God. Don't just read the words, but really take the time to let them sink in and to really move you and think about how are these words going to impact me in, in my life. For young people, and this happens not just with young people, but it can happen for all of us, we think we have all the answers. We think we already know, we got everything kind of figured out, we know the lay of the land, and we're good. Yeah, we've heard that before, we don't need to hear it again. Well, that's false. It doesn't matter if you're young, it doesn't matter what age you are, 
We don't have all the answers, but God does. This is why I want you to truly listen to what you're going to be learning this week. And not just with the Word of God, but, but listen to your parents. Your parents care about you, and they're interested in your soul. They're interested in your spiritual walk. And they're making these provisions, whether it's making sure that you're here for worship, that you have your Bible, and that you're studying God's Word. Listen to them as they lead you in the paths of righteousness. And listen to those around you who are spiritual in nature. Listen to them as they seek to help you when it comes to your life. This is how you can make your heart secure. Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. As you go through this week, listen to the story of Joseph. It's an amazing story. It's a great story. Even at a young age, this young boy had his heart secure. He went through so many obstacles. Daniel, in the situation that he found himself in, And David, a mighty warrior, he had his heart secure because he would listen to God and what he had to say. Listen, my sons, to your father's instruction. This is how you can make your heart secure. As you listen, here's the second word I want you to hold on to, all right? You can write this down if you want. Seek. Solomon, as he instructed his sons to listen to God's word, as he spoke to them in verse number 23, above all else, guard your heart, for, for it is the wellspring of life. He encouraged them to get wisdom, to get understanding, attain this, go after this. This is what you need to be seeking. Look at verse number 6 or verse number 5. He said, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forsake my words or swerve from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme, therefore get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding, esteem her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will set a garland of grace on your head and present you with a crown of splendor. You hear what Solomon's telling his sons? This is who you need to be going after. You go after wisdom, that's the one you need to be going after. Why? Because wisdom was going to help protect them. It was going to help them go down the right path. Wisdom would help them to avoid the difficult paths of life that would lead so many individuals to destruction. When you read the rest of the book of Proverbs, particularly chapter 5 and chapter 6 and continuing on, Solomon is going to share with his sons some of the dangers that are out there and the wisdom of avoiding certain relationships, the wisdom of avoiding laziness and so much more. For them to avoid these pitfalls, for them to help secure their hearts, they were going to have to seek after what was really valuable, wisdom. And as you think about this week here, you're going to have to do the same. All the young people here, as you go through these classes, it's really going to be up to you how much you want to get out of them. You're going to be taught the Word of God, and you're going to be taught a lot of wisdom from God's Word. And as you go through these classes, I want you to really think about going after wisdom. Seek after wisdom from God as you live your life. That is what is going to be truly valuable. But I'll tell you, you look around our society, that's not what is typically promoted. It's not what is typically promoted. Not about going after God's wisdom, but so much after going after, going after the wisdom of the world. And for so many young people, it's unfortunate to see, but for so many young people, you can see them going down the wrong path. They sometimes have this mindset, you know, I just want to live my life the way I want to do it. I'm not going to listen to my parents. I'm not going to listen to the sermons. I'm not going to listen to God. Well, everyone has an individual right to do that, but it's not going to end well. And so you get to decide how you want to live. Do you want to live and learn the hard way in life, or do you want to truly learn and live 
Get wisdom. Acquire it. Seek after it. Attain it. And this is how your life is going to be great. This is how you're going to be able to secure your hearts. Joseph and Daniel, when you read them, read about Joseph in the book of Genesis, he was a wise young man. He knew God. He knew God's word. He knew what it was that God wanted him to do. The same could be said about King David from a, from a, young, man, uh, from a young age. This, uh, David was, was wise. Jan- Daniel was wise. They were wise beyond their years, and they had hearts for God. And that's what we're trying to go after. You see, they feared God. And what made them stand out in their situations time and time again is that they were wise, and they knew what they needed to do according to God's will. Didn't mean that they didn't face difficult days. There were there, there was bitterness, there was anger, there was jealousy, and so much more that could have filled their hearts. But they knew about the wisdom of God, and that's what they were seeking and going after in their lives, and that's how they were able to secure their hearts. Seek after wisdom. This is what is going to be so important to you. The greatest investment, and while there's lots of things you can invest in as young people, school is great athletics that's fantastic go after it but the greatest investment you'll be able to make is not in your education or your finances or your toys but it's going to be in God's word truly listen to his word seek after it with everything you have hold on to it it will serve you well listen seek the last word I want you to think about is this decide Solomon's talking to his boys He's having a conversation, it appears, and he's given them all of this great wisdom and, uh, and, and instructions. But at the end of the day, they had to do what? Got to make a decision. They got to decide, are they going to listen to this or not? And all throughout Proverbs chapter 4, you see this idea where, where Solomon is instructing them. And verse number 25, notice what he says here as he wraps up this section of scriptures. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right or, to, or the left. Keep your foot from evil. He's helping them to see this is how you need to conduct yourself. This, this is where you need to go. This is the path that you need to be on. But at the end of the day, what would they have to do? They've got to make a decision. They've got to decide. Are you going to listen to what dad and mom have to say? Are you going to listen to what God has to say? You see, as we talk about securing your hearts and hiding God's word in our hearts and thinking about David and Jesus and Daniel and Joseph, we're going to read so much. We're going to learn so many valuable lessons. But at the end of the day, you have to make a decision, a choice. What are you going to do with what you know? How are you going to respond? It's interesting in 1 Kings chapter 2, we have time to read this. In 1 Kings chapter 2, I love this passage here, especially being a father, as David was talking to Solomon before he died. Some of his final instructions that he gave his son really is powerful. In 1 Kings chapter 2, in verse number 1, the Bible says this, When the time drew near for David to die, he gave a charge to Solomon, his son. I'm about to go to the way of all the earth, he said. Listen to what he says next. So be strong. Show yourself a man. And observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in his ways. 
and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and requirements as written in the law of Moses, so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go, and that the Lord may keep his promise to me. I love what he told his son. Son, here's what is really important. This is the way that I want you to live your life. And what's interesting, when you go back to Proverbs chapter 4, Solomon, he had to make a decision about what he was going to do with those words. And you look at his life over a long period of time, it appears that he listened to his father. He listened to his instructions. Now, we know the rest of the story towards the end, when you get to uh, the middle part of of 1 Kings, how he began to go astray uh, and did not listen to what his father had to say. But it is interesting in Proverbs chapter 4, and you look at verse number 2 again, he said, I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. Watch what he says next. When I was a boy in my father's house, and now he's reminiscing about his, uh, his childhood, still tender and an only child of my mother, he taught me and said, lay hold of my words with all your heart, keep my commands, and you will live. I just find that interesting that he's sharing to his children now. Let me tell you what my dad told me. My dad told me the same thing that I'm telling you right now, uh, to, to listen and to seek after God and his will and his wisdom. But at the end of the day, his sons would have to make a choice. They'd have to make a decision. Just as Solomon had to make a decision. Just as David had to make a decision. Just as Daniel had to make a decision. Just as Joseph had to make a decision. His children would have to do the same, and so will you. Solomon teaches us, teaches you and me, secure your hearts. Above all else, guard it. It's valuable. Guard your heart above all else. So it's on us to do so. It's based upon whether or not we're going to say, yes, this is what I'm going to do. When you really think about it, it's a daily decision, is it not? It's a daily decision. What am I going to do today? It will require effort, thought. We will see this week the benefits of when one person secures their heart. Joseph had an impact on so many people because he decided, I'm going to secure my heart. I'm going to live my life for for God. Daniel was able to have an impact, one person who decided, I'm going to live this way. I want to secure my heart. I'm not going to allow those around me in this foreign nation to influence me for evil. I'm going to remain with my father in heaven. David had this same mindset, and we're going to find out how powerful this really is as we think about securing our hearts. As you begin this series of studies, listen very carefully. Listen with the intent of not just hearing it and saying, okay, yeah, we got it but listen with the intent of learning and think about what you're going to learn and and think about the value of this wisdom that you have in God's word. Seek after it and learn more about your heavenly father. Then make the decision with all your heart above everything else that this is the path that you're going to stay on. This is the path you're going to begin. This is the path. This is who you are going to be. How shall the young secure their hearts? Listen, seek, and decide. And we'll see this all throughout this week. I appreciate your attention. In 10 minutes, we're going to begin our Bible classes. I'm going to say a quick prayer here. Before we do that, after the prayer, rather, uh, Brother Wade is going to come up and just instruct the young people about where classes are going to be uh, in the back today. So our evangelism class will be here, and then our Brother Wade will just say a few words, and then we'll be dismissed. Let's go to God in prayer. Holy and righteous Father, we are thank you that we have had this opportunity to listen to your words. Help us, Father, not to be merely hearers of the word, 
but truly doers of your word. Help us, Father, to help us to ponder these words and to meditate upon them, to apply them to our lives, to look in the mirror, and to live a life pleasing to you. We love our young people here. We care about them so much, and we pray, Father, that we will positively influence them as they seek to secure their hearts and to live for you. Be with them and watch over them. Bless them. Be with all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.